0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, April 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Senate pitches $7.5 billion drought bill, extreme heat actions, and BILSAC concern with aid transport cost. Senate budget plan has $7.5 billion for drought, $200 tax rebates. Senate Democratic leaders yesterday unveiled a budget plan for spending the state's massive surplus. It would increase drought and water spending tenfold over Governor Newsom's January budget proposal. The putting wealth to work proposal capitalizes on sixty eight billion in estimated tax revenues up from the twenty nine billion in the January forecast. Cash back well, the spending includes two hundred dollars in cash rebates for millions of Californians to stem high inflation and gas prices, and Republicans were quick to point out how it mirrors their proposal. The plan would set aside ten billion to reimburse small businesses for added costs from the state's COVID nineteen paid sick leave program. And the seven point five billion dollar drought package One and a half billion would support new California water trust that would buy out senior water rights through land acquisitions. Another 500 million would scale up a new program for repurposing fallowed farmland, which is currently budgeted for $50 million. The plan offers one and a half billion each for drinking water, improving watersheds and grants for recycling, stormwater capture and groundwater cleanup and a billion dollars would support dam safety and flood management. The overall $18 billion climate budget would add more than $6 billion for wildfires, more than $3 billion for sea level rise, and a billion dollars for conserving biodiversity and expanding outdoor access. The report alludes to adding more funding for programs on manure and methane reduction. The Senate plan would size up spending on infrastructure, homelessness, and housing, such as adding $100 million for a farm worker housing program. Remember, Governor Newsom's initial budget proposal followed a wet December and dedicated just $750 million for drought response, with the option to tap into another $250 million in May. With a better estimate of the state's tax revenue in hand, the administration has just two weeks to refine its budget proposal. That will tee up a month of whirlwind of negotiations with the legislature before passing a final budget agreement in mid-June. State finalizes extreme heat action plan. The California Natural Resources Agency has issued an action plan for implementing $800 million over the next three years to address extreme heat impacts. The plan tasked CDFA, several other agencies, with a number of actions to protect workers and communities while expanding education and outreach efforts. This includes evaluating Cal OSHA's current heat illness prevention standard to determine its effectiveness and whether the revisions are necessary. The report notes that CDFA is helping to improve crop resilience in the extreme heat through its climate-smart ag programs and research into resistant varieties. The agency is also tackling the surge in livestock and poultry carcasses that often result from heat waves. Other goals would add more green barriers along farms to reduce pesticide and fertilizer runoff near schools and homes and reduce conventional pesticide use in agriculture. President Biden proposes $500 million to increase crop production. President Joe Biden is proposing to spend $500 million to encourage U.S. farmers to increase production of crops such as soybeans and wheat to address global food shortages. The plan, which is part of a $33 billion supplemental spending request at the White House sent to Congress yesterday, would consist of a temporary increase in marketing assistance, loan rates, and crop insurance incentives to pay for and encourage farmers to double crop wheat with soybeans. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Vilsack shares concerns about food aid shipping costs. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack told lawmakers USDA was successful in whittling down the cost of shipping a new tranche of food aid that was announced this week. Vilsack said he's still concerned that it will cost more to ship the food than it cost the government to buy it. USDA will spend $282 million to buy commodities and another $388 million to get it to the areas in Yemen and five African countries. The shipping costs are high in part because of cargo preference requirements that the food move on U.S. carriers. I'm not sure that I have the authority as secretary to waive those provisions, Vilsack told the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee. Nominees nearing for USTR and USDA. Secretary Vilsack also told the House Appropriators the administration is moving toward filling two key trade positions. That the USDA's Undersecretary for Trade and U.S. Trade Representative Chief Ag Negotiator. Vilsack said USTR Catherine Tai recently interviewed three people for the position in her office. He said, quote, I know two of the three people that, are, that she interviewed, and I can assure you that both of those individuals are highly qualified for that job, Vilsack told Representative David Valadeo, California Republican. Vilsack said the White House was also, quote, in the final stages of getting a nominee for the USDA position. House Dems said to be holding up on shipping reforms. A key House Republican says Democrats continue to block House approval of the Senate-passed Ocean Shipping Reform Act in hopes of negotiating some tougher provisions. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, Representative Dusty Johnson, the South Dakota Republican, says there are more areas of agreement between the House and Senate than there are areas of discrepancy, but that several Democrats believe the Senate bill doesn't do enough. That makes it likely the OSRA will be negotiated as part of a much larger China competition bill rather than passed as a standalone bill, said Johnson. He was the lead GOP sponsor of the House version of the OSRA. By the way, Johnson indicated it's unclear what the House will do on cattle market reforms this year. He said the Senate must first move on the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act which would mandate some cash trading of cattle. Johnson said, quote, we really need the Senate to be willing to take this first step with us, and then let's talk about the second step and what it looks like, Johnson said. Finally, here's today's He Said It. The bill is moved by Senator Glazer, seconded by President Biden. Can we call the roll? That Senate Ag Chair Andreas Borges, making light of his repeated praise of the President's executive order on foreign land ownership during a bill discussion. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, April 29th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.